The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. <laughs> How you doing, Herp? Oh, my God. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, oh, we should probably play some... Uh, uh, <laughs> cats into it. Some uh, um, uh, Christine McVie. Yeah, uh, music stuff is an intro kind of thing. Yeah, Very sad. yeah we'll talk about it. Well, in fact, uh, let me do some introductions, and then we'll, we'll do a couple of passings, and then we'll have some fun. And um, there's three passings. Uh, tell you. Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, in fact, I saw. I also saw people following you on Twitter. You're reacting to a baseball situation yesterday too. Anyway, Pete Davis. I'm, it's only me at the camera. Uh, Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and uh, sports raconteur extraordinaire. I assume tomorrow, holy crap, it's sports. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, we're at the Mechanical Mangler Flounders place. And uh, with the, uh, the, the El Condo Flando. Anyway, um, okay, uh, lots of good things. Um, uh, pa- uh, Christine McVie, and by the way, she got a teeny little write-up in the paper in the Al Jazeera Constitution. That's I sad. mean, it, just it, like an inch. I mean, it was almost nothing. Uh, Chris, she was uh, born in Britain, obviously vocal songwriter, a keyboard player with the Fleetwood Mac uh, classics. I mean, she, she, by the way, what's, what faked me out was that she was 79. I know. That, uh, yeah, I, I didn't I mean, think that. I, no, wait a minute. But then I, I thought they, they were already an old group in the 70s. I know. I can't believe it. Yeah. And I, and I, I had no, I mean, it's, not what, it's like saying 1990s 30 years ago. You know, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but very, and of course, uh, she was, they did a lot of lineup changes in the Fleetwood Mac, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, Steve. Well, it was Nicks. one of those two different bands. Yeah, yeah there was a yeah, blues band. Yeah, there were the English 60s. blues yeah. band in the yeah. 60s, yeah. and then. Yeah, anyway, she was 79, a short illness of some kind, and being 79, you know, uh, and, uh, and what a shame, uh, Christine McPhee. She, in any other band, as I said yesterday on Twitter, she'd have been the star. Yeah. And she was, uh, she was third fiddle, almost fourth behind Mick Fleetwood for the drummer people. I t- but yeah, she wrote probably. so many great songs. Yeah, and she, she was such a, a throaty, well-known deep songwriter. voice. And, She's a very good harmonizer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and other uh, passings? Uh, well, Gaylord Perry, which was one of my favorite players uh, as a kid, and John Hadle. A lot of people don't remember John Hadle. Was it San Diego? or San Diego Chargers, uh, Chargers and then the Rams. He was bald-headed when he was like 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do, <laughs> I do remember at that. at Kansas, he, he, there's only three guys that have had their... Uh, uh, their jerseys retired at Kansas, and it's yeah. you know one of them. Uh, oh, uh, wait a minute. Kansas, uh, Jayhawks, football, come on. I know. The Bears. <laughs> it's not going to come. The, uh, Dick Buckus. No. no he, he went, went to Illinois. Illinois. Uh, uh, the Bears. Oh, uh, 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 Mike Ditka. It's the, no. no. Uh, <laughs> it rhymes with with, with mayors. <laughs> oh, Vince McMahon. Not Vince McMahon. Yeah, Ed McMahon. Uh, <laughs> not the prime minister. Not a mayor. <laughs> not a king. Not a... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it won't come out. I'm sorry. It's Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. It's not coming out. And Brian Piccolo, the famous movie. Other. Yeah, yeah. I know. Ray sorry. Evans, Gail Sayers, and John Hadle. Uh, the only three Kansas yeah. players ever had. Yeah. The Jersey retired. Yeah. I, in fact, I was in when I went to prep school in the same town. One of the one of the high school kids who I knew in junior high, 
Uh, Bobby Pinsonal was his name. Oh, you remember his name? I remember his name. That, yeah, how could I remember his name? 1958. Because you remember Jeez, your. You gotta, I mean, you got to be kidding me. You remember your uh, phone number? Yeah, I do. I do. 404 I do Hillcrest 26532. Um, uh, and and he was God. He was fast. He was he was he wasn't very. He, you know, he was kind of a clunky kid, but he was really naturally well muscled. We didn't have weight rooms back then. There was mm. no weight room training stuff. It was just either you were an athlete or you weren't. You know, uh, and he was he was built that way. He was fast as hell, and he got a scholarship to uh, Kansas. And we all, and back then, very few people, very few people I knew got a full ride to go play football from where I come from, a little town. Anyway, uh, but, uh, and he was, we were thrilled about that. And they had some pretty good teams. Occasionally, you'd fire up guys back there in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Anyway, um, and Gaylord Perry, uh, they, they didn't baseball crack down, outlawed a whole pitch because of him. Well, it was like 40 years before, and he still did it. And I, I, I was watching an old bit of him on MLB <coughs> earlier today, and he said when he first came out, he had two lackluster years with the San Francisco Giants in 62-63. And he was watching, uh, what's his face, Don Drysdale. And the players were coming back, the Giants were coming back going, yeah, he's got it on his cap today, or he's got it on his belt today. And, and Gaylord thought, they're worrying more about what he's got on yeah. or don't have on. And so he started doing it, and he said, I won the next two games, and that was it. And Just for by the, pretending he had The first three years, all I did, hat. I touched my hat, I touched the side of my face, and I had him going for years. <laughs> and then I started using something. Uh, he would come up, he, he would play Pete Rose, and he'd come up to him before the game with his hand <coughs> covered in Vaseline and shake his hand. <laughs> By the way, you know, I, I, now, I'm, I, okay, I was no great shakes as a well-known <laughs> athlete, but I was a pitcher. I mean, I think uh, I, I, I always try to keep my hands dry. I know. I know. In fact, that's the thing. How, they, I don't know. The I mean, sticky really? stuff now keeps your hands drier so you can yeah. grip it better. But they said not only could he throw the spitter, he could throw it better than anyone because he could control it, and nobody else really I could. Don't, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how. I, I could. I couldn't stand. If I was I sweating and I, sweat, I sweat naturally a lot, and I, I went through about four of the damn rosin bags. Uh, it was Orlando Cepeda or something <laughs> said. I think it was him that was saying in his thick accent <laughs> that he was yeah, flounder, my God, man. They knew something was was up because they were throwing the ball around the infield and got to him at first base. <laughs> and he threw it from first base to the mound, and it moved. <laughs> it was a rainbow at <laughs> shortstop. <laughs> it's in my eyes. Bro. <laughs> and they only called it once. Yeah. They only called it oh, once. Oh, damn shit. And he, how old was he? Oh, God. He was up there, right? He was born I mean, in 38. 80s. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, 72 or 4. Or 81. Uh, 86. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw them out. Okay, 38. Let's do this. 48, 62, 68, 68, 68, 68 62, 82, 84. 70. 84. Eight, there you are. <laughs> Do we have to look I forward to this? My, where's my abacus? <laughs> you know, I could do an abacus one, yeah, I one time. I bet you could. <laughs> I bet you could. Had I one. bet, uh, was it uh, <laughs> Confucius told you? You're probably in his class. I had an abacus. Lol Zoo. Yeah, or my something. father taught me. My, well, my father was a genius, <laughs> so he knew all that. So my father could multiply rows of numbers in his head. I mean, it's the damnedest thing he ever saw. Too. Anyway. Um, uh, gee, a couple things, a couple things. We're going to move along today sure because um, uh, Flounder has an important meeting in about an hour and a half, so we're going to uh, 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 endeavor to get out by then. A couple of Christmas cards, and I'll leave this here to post if we want. And this is a very nice Christmas card, and it says, Merriest Christmas. Actually, the word Christmas.
Christmas, and it's from Don and Carolyn, and they are in Dahlonega. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to go up to Dahlonega because they have a great Christmas thing up uh, there. But they do. In fact, God, you know, I haven't been to Dahlonega, I'll bet you, in uh, go 25 years. Go and just walk years. around the square because it's oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, I used to just park. Yeah, that's what you do. You go up there and park, and then, and there, and then you're, there you go. And our, I, I'm between, uh, you know, they had rock mineral shops or something, or I mean, just you could gold, gift mo- shops you could and, gold, yeah, pan. And, and what's a little town on the way, known for its, its something famous on the way up there? Apples, Ella J. No, oh, you're thinking about ball ground. Yeah, ball ground. The yeah. rock shop, which I don't know if the rock shop's yeah, there anymore. I don't. The guy's been so long. It was a great. Back rocks. before I had my horse, I used to ride my Harleys up every weekend just go playing. Well, anyway, ball, <clears throat> ball ground we used to think was near Tennessee, and now it's a suburb. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's that's scary. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, uh, Dan and, and Carolyn. And I'll leave that there for you there. You will believe with our list. Also, uh, our friend Denise, you know, she is trying to single-handedly support our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I swear <laughs> to God, I, I wrote out another thank you card today. Uh, and, and I think there's like four of them in the, in the, <laughs> in the ether, ether sphere trying to get to her address at the same time. But look how beautiful this card. It was a Thanksgiving card. Uh, uh, give thanks and blessings and gifts of family and friends. Bless our lives. Eat happy Thanksgiving. God bless to uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, and the Kitty, and so forth. Life from our friend Denise. And it's a beautiful card, so I'll leave that here, too. We that can post it up. Oh, we look at these. Uh, and she also sent a very, very nice letter and uh, how much she loves the horse videos and the show. And um, anyway, she was she's a she's a treasure. She is really a, a special uh, you, you lady. You just set off Alexa, by the way. Yeah. What, did I say Alexa? Yeah, she goes, I don't know that or something. Oh, like sorry, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, good morning. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, a couple things. Uh, see, Bing, boom. Oh, I put uh, out some uh, pictures on... I'm going to talk about the stitches in my head here in a minute. I put Alexa, some, shot. Did I? I did, she no, replied to me again? Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> um Oh, picture! I put pictures on uh, Facebook this <clears throat> this morning because last night I get a couple of pictures from my little friend Gretchen. Now, Gretchen and her late husband were very close friends, lifelong friends of John and Cher, who were friends of mine through playing golf with John at Brookfield Country Club, and that's how I met Gretchen, and so that she, that's how I kind of met this whole inner circle thing. And so uh, Gretchen texted me or sent me pictures last night. Uh, she said she opened her front door to do something, maybe turn on her Christmas lights or something, and a bird flew in her house. <laughs> I hate that. And I took. she sent pictures to me. I put them on Facebook, on the uh, Patrick Facebook page. The bird was perched on top of a, you know, a ledge, and then he disappeared, and then she sh- he showed up again perched on top of another, you know, ca- counter or top yeah. or something or other. Uh, and she was trying to, and she opened the front door yeah. and hoping he'd go out, and he saw the front door, and, and then uh, and, and then she tried to go get something to chase him out with or whatever, and he disappeared. She said, well, he's gone. Uh, this morning she wakes up, the bird's still in the house. And he's been pooping everywhere. <laughs> he's been pooping everywhere. So finally, she she shooed him out onto the porch. She has a back, uh, a por- screened-in porch, and she shooed him out into the back porch and opened the back door. And he's still in the back porch. He won't leave. What's well, cold? But it can't stupid. be any warmer in the screened-in porch than it is out a, a foot outside. <laughs> anyway, he's not. He There's won't. Predators leave. out there. And, and she maybe saw a coyote or something. <laughs> it's such a damnedest thing. I don't. Know. I don't think birds are afraid <laughs> of coyotes. <laughs> anyway, it's a dead. I put the pictures on uh, on Facebook. Now, what would you do? 
you leave the doors open and you, you don't let it go any further in the house. And at some point, you gotta you gotta take a blanket and walk around. Yeah, a towel and make or it go. a sheet or something. But it could be worse. It, yeah. it could be a bat. Could be a bat. And you may know and never get that together. That was pretty cool. Um, okay, I will also. Um, Oh, let's see. We were what, today's th- as we speak. Today's Thursday, which is unusual, because and we took it off because of oh, you had dentist. Thanksgiving. You had dentist. I had my, well, I talked about that in a second, but didn't you also? Did you ever finally have your family thing? No, never, never heard had, from. Oh my God! Did they just cancel? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God! They left you probably entirely. Not. Oh they my probably God! Just didn't go. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I was I had surgery, but I'll talk about that in a second. But but first. Um, uh, I need a new family. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed this one uh, off. For, uh, okay. <laughs> I have another failed flirting experience. Okay. I'm in Publix, and as I recall, I'm wearing my Marine Corps hat and my, my uh, uh, leather flight jacket that's 80-year-old World War II flight jacket with all the patches on and stuff. So I'm looking kind of like a military. I got my jeans and cowboy boots and stuff like that. So I'm in line at Publix, and in my bag, this is to get ready. I think it was right before, was it before my surgery? Yeah, it might be before my surgery. Um, I was getting ready for it afterwards. I wanted, I wanted to buy, I tell you what I wanted to do. I had some, some soft food like eggs and things like tuna fish, stuff like that. But I wanted to get some ice cream, make a milkshake, you know, because I thought that might be good. So I went yeah. to the store and I bought some ice cream, plain ice cream. And also I saw, oh my God, malted milk ice cream from this, this other company that I don't normally get, which is pretty, really good. So I got that too. So I got two kinds of ice cream and I got some chocolate syrup and strawberry syrup, stuff like that. We're well, having a stare down with a cat. This yeah, is funny. I, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't He's blink. Doing it. He doesn't blink. He doesn't blink. Um, anyway, so I bought the ice cream and I had some chocolate syrup and I think I had some, I bought some like soft candy just to, you know, to, just to get ready for whatever. Okay. B- behind me in, in, in the uh, tenderless aisle line is, uh, comes this uh, probably 30 year old Hispanic looking really cute lady. And she's, I mean, she's really oh. cute. The 30 ish. Quantos años do? And she's very cute, and, and, and she's kind of smiling, and so I got my stuff in my bag, or in my basket, and she's got everything in her basket is broccoli, celery, carrots, <laughs> you know, pasta, you know. I mean, I mean it's something. Free holidays. It, and she, her basket is right next to mine, so I couldn't, I couldn't help just laughing, you know. I mean, look at mine, ice cream and candy, and she's got vegetables, you know, <laughs> flour-free pasta or some crap, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and so I look right, I start laughing, and, and I said, I said, well, I I said, I guess that figures. Look, look at all my ice cream and candy, and you actually look like you eat healthy or something. And she kind of laughed, and, I, and, and then she looked at my stuff, and she said, and I would kind of laugh for a second. And then she said, uh, she said, oh, uh, what's that? I said, uh, mocha, uh, uh, not uh, uh, malt. Uh, chocolate malt, uh, chocolate malt ice cream. And she said, oh, I've always wanted to try that. And I froze. Yeah, you always do. <laughs> I've seen you in action or, or non-action. <laughs> I I totally got out of my. I mean, I had I had the th- I had it you right had there. It. You, you know, it. I had well, no, I didn't have anything right, but I had the next step. And I was my my theory has always been if you can get, especially if you're meeting somebody new and it's totally the best kind are totally spontaneous. Yes, yes. And if you can get her laughing, and all of a sudden she she immediately was saying, well, this guy's probably not you know, going to hurt, hurt me or whatever. Just in general principle, make them laugh and put them at ease, things like that. Just you're, you know, just a guy. Uh, and then the next step is to kind of, 
uh, oh well you know, here you take it and I'll, I'll get another one and say oh no no so well then you can always come to my you know whatever I mean you can always figure out the next step and then the next step or whatever to get her to actually talk to you and I, I totally <laughs> I froze and blocked it and I, I just said something else about oh it's a story of my life I guess I'll through there whatever and I, I paid for my thing and tipped my cap to her and walked off <laughs> but, I, but I got to thinking you know and plus that's you know that to me that's like dating <laughs> that was like and I was still thinking about it so it was like a whole experience of hey I talked to a girl <laughs> ladies hey Pete I talked to a girl <laughs> ladies if you want to hit on the camera you're basically gonna have to get out of your car or what walk up to him and cup his cojones in order to get it to get the message through I swear to God I totally I totally blew it <laughs> not that I mean it was I'm sure it would do who she knows was, I mean come on I know she could have been my granddaughter I don't know but anyway it was kind of funny uh, oh I've always wanted to try that <laughs> and I mean, it was like you know I mean it was like ooh I've always wanted to try that it was pretty friendly anyway whatever now now what did you just remind me of uh, oh oh um Oh, I'm going. In fact, I'm going to tell this story. I, I've, I've got to talk about my teeth because the thing would happen, and plus, I got to get it off my chest. Um, this is Thursday. Tuesday. Oh, I can feel the stitches. Atlanta's tooth. Or as I said, Kimmer's tooth story brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. You can put a lot of teeth in a closet. And you know what? It's a great Christmas gift for the ladies. It's a wonderful Christmas gift. Uh, she will love it. Yes. Promise you she will love it. Um, okay. Uh, as she, I, I told you before, I've had, I had a toothache that they were going to take care of last week uh, a late appointment at 5 o'clock in the afternoon because I've had a toothache for several days this was a week ago Tuesday 10 days ago and so uh, and then they called had to cancel because the doctor had an emergency that he had to go take care of and I said, okay. And the next appointment available was this past Tuesday. So I had a whole week of this horrible tooth pain. And finally, I went into it. Okay. Uh, the guy said, well, uh, we can do. We got. We got two things going on here. I have. A, I had. I'd totally forgotten about this. I have a. Th I had a three-tooth bridge all connected together up in that upper left side, the exact same opposite side from where I had my dental implants eight months ago. Anyway, so, uh, so I had a three-thing bridge, and that was gone bad. And as you get older, you know, I, I talked to the guy, I said, it's just, you know, when you have an old car, it breaks down, you have to keep it getting repaired, and that's what's going on with your teeth. So uh, so I said, well, we, we, okay, we got, it's got to come out. we got to get rid of that. So I said, oh, God. So, so Tuesday, he, he uh, sawed the bridge in, like, parts, okay? Uh, that, was, that was my day Tuesday. Wednesday, I go to the actual oral surgeon, the same, uh, uh, a different doctor, but the same company that did my implants. Go to the oral surgeon, uh, and he, uh, with his team, uh, takes out, has to cut out the, bri the entire bridge yeah. to, to make just a big, another big hole up there temporarily, yeah. um, which is, you know, fine. That's oh, by the way, uh, when I was talking to you about I was going to do this, um, you mentioned taking Origel. Yeah, uh, and I did buy some, and, and, I, and actually, I did before I, well, I was trying to, you know, numb the pain for the week. Ten days I had to wait, but anyway. So, uh, and when you put it on, it, it does numb up immediately. I mean, almost immediately. It numbs your fingers. Numbs, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it, it doesn't last.
last a real long time, but it does work. It does numb. Uh, oh, I saw that. Well, that was, that was, I thought that was interesting helpful. It did actually work. Uh, anyway, um, so the, the Tuesday, the dentist sawed off and cut. By the way, the noise of those machines in a dentist's office. Oh, geez. You'd think that, how, how is it possible that they can't put everything made of, like, freaking silicone or something so it just, whoosh, 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 whoosh. you know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I I don't get that, it. Whoever invents a quiet uh, drill uh, is going to oh be a God. billionaire. A billionaire. Like anyway. the person who invents a uh, silent fucking blower. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, leaf blowers? <laughs> oh, uh, And they always come up in the morning. Uh, anyway, so now on Wednesday, the oral surgeon, uh, man, that bridge was in there. And, oh, by the way, uh, you have to get all, you know, to numb it up. don't get so graphic. I know. Well, anyway, but it was, I mean, he he had to work on it. It was yeah. it was problem, thank God. Cheap. And uh, and uh, and one of his assistants was this uh, young, uh, very attractive young blonde woman, uh, probably late 20s or something uh very personable sweet as heck uh cute i mean just a wonderful girl um and she was his assistant and so she was doing all the stuff with us she was the number one assistant to the surgeon uh-huh, uh-huh. and so she's obviously a highly educated qualified you know medical person um and at some point when they were doing something my eyebrow i i had kind of a block in my mouth to keep my mouth open and at some point my eyebrows kind of went like that like i was because he did a thing up there that really got me and so and, and all of a sudden, she starts, she starts rubbing my shoulder. Oh, here we go. And I know I, 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 I love you. No, 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 no. I swear to God, I'm in the yeah. thing, and she's and she's and, 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 and she's and she's rubbing my shoulder. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's one of the sweetest things I've ever had happen to me. I mean, I, I, dear I, penthouse. <laughs> I never thought this could happen to me. <laughs> She's and it was so sweet. It was. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting all tingly. I mean, it was. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. She was just so freaking sweet, uh, rubbing my shoulder. <laughs> and after, after it was all over, I, I told her. I said, by the way, that was so. That was uh, really so that sweet when you rubbed me, my baby. shoulder. Oh my God. And then I, I realized. I, you know, see the funny thing, and again, I, I would gladly admit to you, I'm I'm an old guy. I mean, I'm an old man. I'm a very senior, senior citizen. But in my head, I'm not. I'm just still me. Yeah. And Frank, and so I started laughing because you know, 30 years ago, I just said, "Boy, does that feel good?" Or you know, I would I would have done a thing. Yeah. So I started laughing at myself, and when I was laughing, when I told her, I said, "Boy, that really, you know, I really that gave me a little tingle. That was really so very, very sweet." And it's because I'm an old man she thought they'd hurt me I, I mean, th- really. Aww. And so now I feel pathetic. <laughs> I mean, you listen to the last seven minutes. I go from 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 thinking I could actually pick up a, a 28-year-old Hispanic chick at the Publix in the checkout line to having a, you know, a hot well, little blonde medical assistant rubbing my shoulder and going up and down and up and down whether I'm still a man or not. I mean, this is unbelievable. We have a couple lady <laughs> listeners want to weigh in on your uh, obvious, you know, delirium. <laughs> Sophia says that girl wasn't hitting on you. She was just being nice. <laughs> and Cindy said, dream, 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 dream. dream. <laughs> that was my favorite song by the Everly Brothers in 1958. <laughs> Nitty Gritty Dirt Band does a great version, It was version number one too. in the charts for 15 weeks. Yeah. Thank you very Good much. Song. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God, and and so now I actually I'll, I'll mention this one quick thing just because this is what you may be going through too at some point. 
At the moment, I have stitches and I have to do a mouthwash with antiseptic, whatever. Anyway, so uh, so I can still feel it and it's still I'm taking pills and it's kind of numbing. What's the matter? No. Okay. Um, so, uh, but that's not, so I have a hole up there. I have a you know a couple of teeth and then a part of a bridge. So anyway, so now the question is, what do I do about it? Lot of gum. Well, I had, I've got to wait two, at least two, maybe three months before I can do anything. It has to heal. Yeah. Remember when I had my implants? Okay. Now here's the thing. The guy, uh, they both said, well, you got one of three that you could do nothing and just have. Now, as I've talked to you, have you noticed anything? Have you noticed no. anything specific I about wouldn't. my mouth? No. If I were to open real wide, you'd no. see. Okay. No. But again, I mean, it's possible. I mean, if I. I don't want to see your gaping okay. maw. But again, <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything for at least two months. So in that two months, I may decide. This doesn't bother me, and if nobody notices my, it, what the hell? My, my entire life, I knew my grandfather with no teeth. He even ate with no yeah. teeth. Well, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do that. But anyway, my one option is to do nothing and just if it does if it doesn't really show, then see whether you can live with it. But that, that's probably not going to be my final choice. The other thing is to go do the dental implant, the implants like I did this time. The problem with that is I have to wait three. Let's say I wait three months before it heals. Then if I do the implants, I have to get the screws in and then wait another three yeah. months to get the teeth in. So uh, that's another six months for going. I, I don't think so. Uh, anyway, but so the way the years the other are one, passing so quickly for you now. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the last thing is, and I'll stop talking about this. The last thing is, is one of those uh, uh, bridges that snaps in. It's actually a, a play, a, a thing, and it's teeth, and it's like yeah. a crown or Most a thing. Most people do that. Yeah, that's and what like, I would. That's, that's very common. That's what I would do. And, and, and probably, I'd probably do something like that. But again, you know, every uh, yesterday was two grand, and, and my uh, Humana Insurance Company uh, paid two hundred dollars of it. Oh, that was that wow, was, wonderful. Yeah, two hundred. Uh, and can I uh, can I tell a quick Humana story? And again, uh, it's sort of a cliche. Sure, we've almost killed this first half hour of just the hour and a half we have. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, we. But, uh, well, I mean, but I mean, uh, honestly, this is this is kind of astounding. Um, the uh, my the dentist said I have one other tooth that is, that's got a problem, and they think that if they gave me a root canal, they could save the tooth. The problem is they need a specialist to see whether they can have a root canal that'll save the tooth. So I have to go to an endodontist. They call it. Okay. Uh, in my Humana plan, or I, uh, the dentist recommended an endodontist to me. I called their office. They're not in my Humana plan. Yeah. I said, well, how much would it not. be if I want to just go there? She said, well, to show up and have him look at your mouth is $600. And if he, uh, if he actually does the root canal and has to do a thing there, it's going to be about another 4000 I said, oh, uh, that's, that's great. So I, I, after I just whopped another two grand and the 20 grand for the implants. Anyway, uh, so I said, well, I may have to call you back on that one. <laughs> so, 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 so I said, okay, so, so now, okay, my choices are to go, call Humana and ask them to send me a list of doctors in their plan yeah. in my area, right? Of a special, probably on in the internet. They'll probably tell you to look it up. Well, yeah, but I, but I, if I look it up, I'd have to look up something that's specifically in my plan, and the internet may not know that unless I go through a Humana thing. So anyway, oh. so I called Humana. They said, okay, uh, uh, here's what uh, we'll send you a list. And I said, now, when you send me this list, are you going to email it to me, and I can just open it up? She said, yes. I said, okay, that's great. So, uh, oh, okay, before that, again, I know this is a cliche, and I don't mean to be in any way disrespectful, but I'm not making this up. When I finally got through, the phone rang, and I finally got through to a person. It was a, a, a woman, 
And I promise you, she could barely speak English, and she was either from Vietnam, because it was very... Hello, Mita Pitatan. Mita Pitatan, yes, my name is Mita Pitatan. <clears throat> I, I, honestly, I could barely... And I kept saying, I'm sorry, I can't understand you. And it wasn't my hearing. I mean, it was because she can't, couldn't speak. And, and finally, I, said, I, I, she, I, I told her what I wanted. She says, uh, delete 14 for the mail. And I said, yeah, something like that, yeah. Anyway, and finally I hung up. I said, I can't, I, I can't understand you. I'm sorry. And I hung up. I called back, waited again, finally got another person, another woman. I swear to God, exact same thing, different person, exact same thing. And she said, okay, she's going to send me the, send me the thing. And I said, okay. Uh, and I said, now, when you send it to me, can I just open it up? And she said, I don't have to do anything. She said, no, just open it up. It's right there. Okay. So I, uh, 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 and again, I could barely understand her. Yeah. Uh, and, and at that call, when they asked me on the computer line, would you like to stay Afterward, to take a, uh, a survey, I said yes because I wanted to tell them I can't understand your people. Two this two in a row now, I can't understand them. So I, I, I said yes to that. Okay, hung up. I looked at my email, and it was uh, a following email from Humana, and you have to get an Adobe Acrobat uh, file yeah. uh, download. And I'm going, oh God, here we go again. No, no. I said, I asked you specifically if I can just open the thing. Well, she assumed you had Adobe Acrobat. Oh, God. So I <laughs> tried to sign up for it. Oh, boy. And it didn't work. Nope. And I tried to sign up again, and it looked like it did work. And I called back a third time, and I told the lady, I don't think this is opening. But anyway, uh, uh, the third lady was so... And again, she was Asian, and I couldn't understand. I kept saying, I, if I had had a record button that I could record while I'm talking, I would have done it. Uh, and maybe there's in there. I don't it's know. Illegal, but I could, I uh, I'm probably state. illegal in this state. I don't know what Georgia rules are about recording something have, out of state. I think you, now well, you have to, don't you have to I think to you just have to have one. I don't, you may uh, only have maybe to have one. one. Anyway, um, uh, but she was, uh, I couldn't understand, but she, and she spent time with me. She was very sweet. And she actually took my phone number and she said, uh, I'm going to, if we get disconnected when you're trying to do the thing, I will call you back. Uh, she was really, really sweet. And so, and I hung up. And then uh, finally, uh, 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 an unknown number called. And I wondered whether that was the reason research people to call back for the survey and I answered it and in fact it was the problem was it was one of those hello uh, on a scale of one to five how would you rate your and I'm going that's not going to do anything that's not what I want I want you I want you to know that the one lady was so freaking helpful but I couldn't understand any of them you want to know three in a row you want to know how big a joke this has become no I have a British friend yeah, I mean yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> you, know, no, I you notice I didn't even pay attention to your answer I just hey, kept going you gave me a chance <laughs> I, <laughs> is that not telling a lie I didn't even listen to your answer uh, I got a British friend who lives in Britain and she says every time she calls America to deal with a product issue, <laughs> yeah. the person doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. <coughs> By the way, <coughs> so sorry. <coughs> About uh, about my little friend Gretchen with a bird in the house. I, I think she's at work now. I don't know whether the bird's still there or not or whether he left her deck. Oh, this was Gretchen? Yeah, my little friend Gretchen. Why didn't you go help her? Well, I offered to, but uh, her next door neighbor, well, first of all, I was rinsing the, the stitches in my head and not really in a position with the agony to I'm be able busy. to go hopping in there. But, um, uh, but her next door, uh, but John, was something I mentioned, you weren't listening, you were playing with a cat before. I mentioned John and Cher, part, we used to play golf with oh, them. I remember that. They live right next door. I mean, like down the street. So she had somebody who could have helped her if she needed to. But anyway, uh, a couple of people reacted about the bird in the house. Danny said, I've always heard someone was about to die. If Ooh. a bird gets inside your house. Damn. 
Danny. <laughs> uh, or Robert, however, said, some people believe that if they are visited by a bird, it's a lost loved one stopping by to let you know that they're okay and not to be sad. If you do believe this, maybe it's Jack the Good Boy stopping by. Well, of course, it wasn't my place, but he could have stopped by to Gretchen to say, hey, tell the camera I'm okay. I mean, it's possible. That's a stretch. It's, it's just kind of a stretch. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe but the bird got the wrong house. It could have had the wrong place entirely. Uh, anyways, all right. So we were done that bing, boom, and a bomb. All right. This. Have you ever heard the thing? And I think it's, I don't know if it's Celtic or Scottish or what. And some people in America still do it. That when somebody dies in a family, you tell the bees. The bees? Especially if you have, if you keep bees. You go looking for You go tell, you go and you tell the bees that someone has died. And why, and what, they it's sp- just spread the word kind of deal? I guess but it's, yeah, it's something to do. You would tell, I think it's an Irish thing. Because they pollinate the a new life kind of thing or something? I, I, I wonder what the, what the hell would bees have to do with it? I don't know. So they feel sorry for you? Don't sting you or something? I don't. Know. I don't. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. I don't uh, know. Wow, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, what else we got? Oh, we got so many kind of newsy things here. Kind of, uh, oh, first of all, uh, the freaking Republican Party. Here we go again, and, and the Democrats are going to get away with this once again. The House votes to pass the uh, forcing the railroad industry to take the uh, the, uh, the the union situation, which they don't want to do. Um, and it's uh, you know Democrats button their nose in. Republicans are helping. Because Republicans, if they vote no, would get blamed for having a rail strike and uh, cutting off everybody's supplies for another year. No, they won't because the Democrats are in charge. Well, the, the Senate could vote no. Uh, they had like 12 Republicans or 15 Republicans voting for it. Same thing is going to happen in the Senate. I, I'm telling you, the you, Republicans should not cooperate with anything. Here's what they should be doing. Hey, you union people who have been voting Democrat your yeah. whole life. Guess what they did? Yeah. They just basically took away your rights to strike. Exactly. That's and exactly what they of, did. All of the crew, except Tlaib, yeah. voted for it. Right. She was the only one who stuck to her principles. A- and a bunch of Republicans yeah. joined in. I, so I mean, Democrats just took away your union that's rights. Right. That's right. And I, and I won't even, I, you know my union stories. But, uh, but again, uh, oh, and, and, and by the way, did you hear uh, uh, <laughs> about Biden's uh, supply chain uh, 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 criticism? Speaking of uh, the, the uh, supply chain or the uh, railroad, possible railroad strike, which I've, I, if the Senate passes, and it will because they're controlling everything. Uh, but again, the GOP, I, I'm, I'm just so uh, against this. Now, uh, 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 President uh, Stupid is once again uh, blaming the public and complaining Complaining that uh, everybody's uh, getting all worked up about nothing for this whole supply chain business. Uh, President Showersford's daughter was in Michigan when he told her, he said, uh, he said, Americans don't even know what a supply chain is and never knew what it was until it became a media topic uh, related to... Bullshit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, here's the reaction to He said, 10 years ago, how many of you uh, were even even knew that there was uh, anything even called a supply chain? He said, uh, he said, if we were all going out... This is what he asked the question. If we were all going out and having lunch together... And I said, let's ask whoever's in the next table, no matter what restaurant we're in, have them explain the supply chain to us. Do you think they'd understand what we're talking about? I swear to God. I he had actually, a friend. That was his example. I have a friend that used to meet at Manuals, and he was in supply chain, setting him <laughs> up and everything. And we talk about it all the time. Yeah, well, plus, who doesn't, you know, by definition, you know what it is, the chain of get, that gets supplies to the... If I mean, you have come a on. trucker in the family, you know. Everything in your house, everything on your body, all your clothes, everything you see, everything you drive, and everything you watch going down the street, at some point came there by a truck. Yep. Supply Everything. Chain at some point came by a truck. 
Everybody who does business knows the supply chain and what it is. Uh, so, anyway, so but here's here's some of the reaction to it. Uh, he was criticized, of course, for mocking how stupid Americans are. Uh, 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 Brad Ziegler, former Major League pitcher, said, uh, we're all morons, right? POTUS, no one ever had business class in middle school. Uh, another one said, hey, dude, who cannot, a dude who cannot ride a bike successfully thinks full-on adults don't understand how the grocery stores get restocked. Talk about <laughs> elitist thinking. <laughs> I mean, think about it. <laughs> where do you think all those boxes of Tide come from? Oh, all those cereal, where the hell did they get there all of a sudden? Parachutes? Uh, a, 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 rep- a representative just elected from Michigan. Uh, who, 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 where, me, I did, and so did all the other auto workers in my district who have watched their jobs sent to Mexico and China because of this anti-business lib policies. Uh, influencers. Biden just told union workers that 10 years ago they didn't even know what the supply chain was. Instead of insulting Americans, why doesn't Biden apologize to them and ruining their economy and then resign? Yeah. Uh, and, and then they got to be heard about the lobster dinner business. Uh, I mean, talk about elitist uh, thinking. Uh, even Democrats are criticizing uh, President Crime Family uh, for his pompous White House celebration with 200 live lobsters <laughs> served for guests tonight as we speak for a state dinner for what? French President Emmanuel Macron. Guests are expected to enjoy lobster and caviar. And a uh, congressman from Maine, a Democrat, uh, urged Biden to meet with a lobsterman in his administration currently regulating out of business. Uh, he says, uh, while running for president, President Showers with daughter pledged, I will work to protect the livelihood and safety of the fishing community in reference to the lobsterman. He has yet to take a single action to make good on anything involving that pledge. Entanglement of uh, right whales is one of the biggest issues. Yeah. There are only 340 of those whales left in the world, they say. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty scary. When the pilgrims landed. That's all they saw. Oh, there were millions. There I mean, Cape could, Cod. Yeah, that's all they all, saw. All the boat, I mean, between every boat, there were. The Indians would, used to yeah. live off of them, yeah. Uh, now, you know, the, uh, Whole Foods is no longer carrying Maine lobsters because of the netting of the whales and the issue for it. Uh, and, of course, Maine politicians are going nuts over that because that's, that's a millions and millions of dollars <laughs> yeah, in a supply chain stuff, thing. by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, <laughs> lobster, uh, now, do you like lobster? That's one of the few seafoods I, I do kind of like. My, Lob- lobster rolls, man. Yeah. Uh, now, if you get lobster tail, I mean, well, uh, uh, getting the lobster claws is, is fun for a few minutes, and then after a while, you don't yes. really want to. Now, the big, you know, the great big ones are even the, uh, uh, what, are the what do you call the uh, cra- king crab claws. I mean, it's okay the first couple of things, and then I don't need yeah, it. Too much but if you get a lobster tail, the problem, the only problem with lobster tails is they can be really tough. The best lobster experience I ever had was when uh, my final wife and I uh, took a vacation up in Maine to see some friends. Uh, that I, we were in their wedding, in fact. Uh, anyway, I saw some friends up in Maine, which is a beautiful place to go in the summertime for a week. I mean, you can't go in the water. You can't go swimming. Oh, you, no, I, I tried. I got up to like above my knee, yeah. and I said, I, I, I'm, I'm now no. passing out. I can't, I can't feel anything. And that was and July. My heart's going, yeah. It was, it was literally July. It was the July 4th uh, holiday, yeah, I think. It's a anyway, uh, and we, so we went on a boat, and as, as we were coming back, we were on this bed, came around the bend to get ready to go dock, and there was a guy on the, uh, on the dock there who, had just caught a bunch of rock lobsters. Rock Rock lobsters are about this big. And they're so tender. Oh, Uh. 
I mean, it, oh, those were unbelievable. Uh, all if you all ever the seafood in Bar those. Harbor was just, they, you can see, they take it off the boat, they bring in the restaurant, yeah. they kill it, then they yeah. give it to you. Uh, well, I did that when I was in San Francisco, uh, and I dated, the, I, 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 actually, I picked up a woman on a story I was doing. <laughs> that seemed to see, I used to be able to do that. I was, oh my God, I was doing a story on a woman and her girlfriend coming back from a trip, and they were involved in some kind of protest or something, and I interviewed her, and we kind of started talking with her, and I, she gave me her phone number, and I called her, went out on a date and before I picked her up I stopped at the wharf in San Francisco and I bought about a 15 or 20 pound salmon right there from the guy's boat he just pulled in and I bought that and brought it to her at her uh, to her house there's so <laughs> many jokes that you've uh, put on a tee there and I anyway. gotta touch it oh by the way yes Luis uh, just chimed in and says damn how much did I miss and Cindy goes, just Kimmer's mouth and love missed stories. <laughs> Cindy with a Y. And, and, and Louis <laughs> said, guess. Louis said, ah, the norm. <laughs> you bastard. And then he admitted. <laughs> it's, it's free, you know. <laughs> I got y'all streaming on my 55-inch TV. My wife is hating me. <laughs> <laughs> Send her over here. I'll finish the deal. <laughs> She'll be packed up and gone before five. <laughs> no. Uh, pretty funny. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to vibe. I just realized today's the first of December, yeah. so we got five more days to vote. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Tomorrow. I keep thinking, you know, early voting is for a couple of weeks. It's uh, five more days, and that's it. Was it Tuesday's election? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. quick. And I, I, I don't think that is this Saturday still available. I don't yes. even know. I think yes. it is. Okay. So, so you got a few days, but I, I'm gonna try to go today. Um, and of course, it figures uh, record turnout once again in Georgia, which of course has kept all you black people from voting. <laughs> once again, record turnouts, the, the uh, setting a record uh, in one day. For early first day yeah. voting, another record. Where's our all-star game, <laughs> bastard? Where's the all-star game? I mean, you know, it's just... Where's it, an it, apology? It's so freaking offensive. It's so freaking Biden offensive. Biden needs to apologize for that Jim Crow crap. Oh, yeah, like anybody's going to do any... Uh, and they're still saying it. Oh, they're, still, yeah, still they're still claiming still it. it. Um, and, and Which is fine. If they think we're a bunch of racist assholes, great. They won't move here. We, yeah. Stay the fuck away. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, now, there's some talk now that this uh, this runoff will cost us at least $10 million just in the Atlanta area because uh, Georgia counties have to pay for funding the runoff elections. Hmm. Your taxes go to yeah. the county which oversees runoff elections. So we're paying for the runoff elections, and they're saying it'll cost taxpayers for the Senate runoff $10 million. Well. Uh, Georgia, and I, did, I can't believe this, Georgia is only one of only two states, along with Louisiana, that require a runoff after a general election when no candidate gets more than 50% of the vote. Uh, Mississippi's going to do that too, but most states, if uh, it's whoever gets the most votes, not whoever gets see, over fifty percent. But see, I agree. I think you should get at least half the populace behind you before you can get it there and make laws. I don't like this forty-six percent getting in there. I'm well, sorry. Well, again, uh, but if you're, uh, then why would we ha not have popular vote for president? Well, you uh, know we why. Than, well, uh, uh, right, exactly. But because again, we have New York and L.A. and Chicago right, deciding who's the name. California, yeah. New York, and Chicago, yeah, Illinois, uh, and maybe Florida, but not anymore. Uh, anyway, so so the, the the thought is to get rid of it and get rid of the runoffs and go back to the other states thing. Anyway, they're they're talking about it. No, I don't uh, like that. That's how yeah. Bill, that's how Bill Clinton got in office because Perot uh, yeah, yeah. took away the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and one more quick thing here. Uh, speaking of uh, population well, and culture, it's. I got a plan right here. I'm going to put my plan together. Right here. You always had a PowerPoint plan. You, right? plan. you know what? He would have made a hell of a president, too. As we saw with Trump. Put a businessman in there. Yeah. Uh, Larry, can I finish? <laughs> can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> the best Saturday Live. Remember his, remember his vice finish? president? Remember Larry, his vice yeah, president? Yeah, that's Dana Carvey. Yeah. For being oh, George Bush. <laughs> no, no, he was doing Boss Pro. Punch a lie. He was driving. <laughs> and they had the, uh, Phil oh, Cartman was being, being the general. Or something. No, 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 no. That's Toots' account. Where, no, it, Ross Perot was done by Dana Carvey, and he's driving. And this is when the whole thing <laughs> broke about the vice oh, president the, who wasn't quite there. The general, the May or somebody, not, not Curtis Curtis LeMay. LeMay. It was somebody else who was yeah. a little out of it. Nutball general. <laughs> Phil why Hartman. Am I here? The guy who kept saying, "Why am I here? What am I doing yeah, yeah. here?" <laughs> Literally, he was like, "Oh yeah, that's why. That's why." Phil Hartman was playing him, and basically the whole ride is George Bush is trying to push him out of the car, and he's running behind the car. <laughs> there were some funny moments back in the summer. The couple of those. Yeah, things. you're thinking of Toots is the driving yeah, cat. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. Yeah, I kind of got him confused. Um, I thought this was fairly interesting and. And I wonder uh, how America's uh, doing along with this, too. For the first time, less than half of the people in England and Wales consider themselves Christian. Yeah. And here, too. Uh, but, you know, in England and Wales, now, uh, we don't have Scotland yet, apparently. <laughs> well, they're, uh, they're more religious yeah. out there. Uh, but uh, the plunging number of Christians across a long downward trend across all of Europe. Yeah. Uh, the steepest drop yet, a parallel in the no surge in the number of people telling they have no religion at all. Uh, and of course, this is the, uh, the King Charles is the quote defender of the faith and supreme defender of the governor of the Church of England. There are 26 <coughs> church bishops who sit in Parliament's House of Lords. Well, he said, and they reiterated this on the Crown the other day, that that his big interview he did admitted to the affair and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. They asked about being defender of the faith. He says, well, I don't look myself as that anymore. I, we have, you know, Jews and Muslims and Sikhs and Hindus and everything. It shouldn't just be about one faith anymore. So he doesn't have go. a, yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing is whether he's going to go ecologically nuts, uh, the green, deal kind of thing yeah, that he was pushing for a while, yeah. but we'll, we'll see where that, where that Well, they're goes. all freezing this winter. Maybe they'll <laughs> yeah. get in their head. And Europe. Oh my God. Uh, they can be in some big trouble. Well, the Biden, the Biden that guy said the other day, the White House spokesman, not not the girl, but the guy standing outside, said, we are phasing out gas and oil. Yeah. People are going to freeze. Yeah. 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 Uh, coming up, you're going to be hearing about another Fargo Christmas uh, debacle, plus <laughs> the best movie ever. Are we doing yes, a thing on yes. that? Also, you're going to hear, uh, goodbye, you slimy little Twitter users. Please, this time, actually do it. How Apple is helping the commies of China, communist Chinese, uh, and uh, the TikTok influencer chick who says that if, you, if you're a person of color and you have a white friend, you should ask permission of other people of color before you ever bring a right a white friend in their midst. Oh, I swear to God, I'm please. not making that up. But first, oh wait, wait <laughs> but, but before you do that, yes, we have one more listener comment All from right, Sophia. Do. Yeah. Did he so, just yeah. say he took a woman to fish? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The 1950s were weird. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> hey, baby, in the 1950s, I missed my chance to have a girlfriend on a bench seat in the car with no seatbelts because they didn't have them. On a bench seat, sit next to me with her arm around my neck while I was driving. And that's all I ever wanted, and I never got it. 
I never had a girlfriend who did that. And then we got all bucket, and then, you know, stopped having bench seats in the 70s. Bench seats were great in the back. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so thank you for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just, Flounder. Yes. Even with the name Flounder, has it ever occurred to you to bring a date of fish? No. No. Never, never once. It was never, well, she was, ever. I, well, she was, a, I knew she was, uh, she wasn't a hippie, but she was, uh, she was a hot redhead is what she was. Um, but she was, I knew she was a liberal because there was some, it was some kind of liberal cause. And I figured she probably would love a fresh salamon. Did a she 20 love pound it? salmon was, it was like $80 or something. Did she love it? Yeah, we had some raw salmon right there before we went out on our date. But, raw hey, it was salmon. for the girls. Raw salmon, that's like sushi. It's sushi. It's delicious. Salmon's I brought her 20 pounds of raw salmon it's, it's sushi fresh off the boat. It's full of worms. Did oh it work? Well, I agree with you, but I, I'm not a, I don't eat sushi. I've seen it. When I dated that chick who worked for the seafood place, she took me in the back and showed me yeah. never, ever eat dolphin. Oh, what do they call it? That, that, that big fish? Yeah. Dolphin thing? Yeah. It's chock full of worms. Oh, boy. Well, they probably get most of them. They're like, this long. <laughs> it's disgusting. Well, mahi-mahi's dolphin, right? Because you don't no. serve dolphin. They serve mahi-mahi. Isn't that dolphin? That's tuna, I thought. Maybe. No, oh, you could be right. What are you, what, it's, it's, it's a porpoise, but it's, it's that big with the, with the yeah. big. Yeah, that's the porpoise. That's with a, the point on it. Yeah. What is yeah. that called? A dolphin? I thought that was a dolphin. But there's another word for it. A porpoise. marlin. A marlin. No, a marlin's just freaking swordfish. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, swordfish. That's yeah. it. Don't ever eat swordfish. Oh, swordfish. That's oh. the one with the worms. I don't. This you long. know, my brother used to love swordfish. I. It's got no taste to me. All of it sucks. You can. I mean, it's got no taste, no flavor. Yeah, if you right. grill it, fry it, whatever, just anyway, let it go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on. Uh, a couple things for our, one of our uh, longtime uh, friendly sponsors, flagco.com, flagco.com. Uh, I had to take my flag down the other day when it got what? so windy because I was afraid it was gonna, the wind was just going to be yeah. so bad, but of course it's sturdy as heck. And by the way, it still looks beautiful. Bright red, white, and blue on uh, my American flag. I have I chose the white pole with kind of a silver uh, doodad on the top of it. There's all kinds of ornament uh, hangings and uh, designs and so forth like that. Uh, and it, by the way, flagco.com, it's not just American flags. It's every state flag, every military flag, uh, flags around the world or banners. If you're having an open house at a cul-de-sac, you know, have one of those uh, show-and-tell banners in the front of it. They can do stuff like that. They do all, all kinds of stuff. And they have mounting kits. They have... They they can help you make sure you can put it on brick walls, which is very rare. Most folks can't do that at all. Uh, they have great lights, beacons and silver and gold, lighting kits, flag ornaments, and a couple of special things in time for Christmas. First of all, the Starry Night Flagpole Christmas Lights. If you have a 15 to 25 foot flagpole, or they can custom build one if you want, uh, the Starry Night has cool white lights, warm white, red, blue, multicolored. They have a mini version, including a 10 foot pole. Uh, for a multicolored starry night. Uh, they also have a special right now on the trailer hitch flagpole trailer hitch kit. They have single or double flag hitch kits as well. Uh, and the third specialty in time for Christmas, the 20-foot telescopic pole with a wheelbase, which is perfect for tailgating. It slides under the uh, tire to weigh it down. When the game's over, collapses into a small little thing. Take it off, bing, bang, boom, you're all set to go. They're still looking for a couple of workers for the warehouse if you're looking for work. Flagco.com. Let me give you the phone number. 800-962-0956. And on the web, flagco.com. Again, please tell them the Kimber sent you. Flagco.com. These make great Christmas gifts. If you have uh, maybe a newlywed uh, family and they're just starting out in their house and they don't have an American flag to hang up yet. 
There you are. Or uh, you make wonderful Christmas gifts. Anyway, flagco.com, and uh, thank you for your, your uh, patronage. We appreciate it. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Here we go. Excuse me. Uh, back to the actual uh, ball game there. Uh, apparently, uh, Apple. There's a lot of stuff going on with Twitter. I'm not even sure what the latest is. I get. The, I think Musk is is definitely decided he will release the algorithms to show that. that yeah, Twitter and he actually he went and uh, visited Tim Cook at Apple's uh, headquarters or whatever, and. Gave him a whole tour, and uh, Elon Musk tweeted out it was nothing but a misunderstanding. Apple has no intention to remove Twitter from its platform. And, and you know why? Because they removed Parler and they removed Gab, but neither of those guys can make their own phones and cut into your supply. Oh, cut yeah. into your little... Uh, right. He would have destroyed... Yeah. He pretty much single-handedly would have ended Apple. Yeah. I don't know. He wouldn't have done that, but he would have put a dent. He would have put a dent in From the cell phones. Yeah. He would have dented them. Just the cost of trying to fight... The, I mean, would have been unbelievable. He would have sued their ass out of existence, yeah, I think, is what yeah. would have happened. But Apple apparently uh, has been caught uh, helping the communist Chinese oh, crackdown yeah. on protests by eliminating the, uh, the airdrop. airdrop. So, which, and again, there's no freedom in communist China, but with airdrop, they can communicate phone to phone until Apple says we're, they killed it so they couldn't show the protest for the people to. I mean, and by the way, what's going on in China? is unprecedented at least since uh, Tiananmen Square and I think this is even more so because it looks it may not as, be as violent we can't tell because we can't see it obviously. that's what Fauci wanted from us yeah. for the beginning to do the same thing yeah. the Chinese were you doing you see yeah. some of the videos on Twitter they're removing babies from mothers arms right they, they just walk into their house test them and remove them uh, un, un, I mean if that's not worth killing people in uniform for I don't know what is yeah uh and uh, a Babylon Bee got in on this and said... Uh, they have no guns. That's uh, why it's happening. Yeah. 
Uh, so Tim Cook says he's ready to pull Twitter from the App Store once President Z gives the order. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and then <laughs> Tucker was doing a story on that company Balenciaga, which showed teddy bears in bondage yeah. and kitty porn and stuff like that. And the Babylon Bee wrote, uh, celebrities are cutting ties with Bas- uh, Balenciaga now after my pillow was spotted in one of the photo shoots, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is, would be typical. Uh, they don't mind baby bondage, but uh, God forbid you have a my pillow put together that, that ad thing for them is a Satanist, basically. Yeah, I, she I mean, does stuff all the time. There's like no that. other way to explain Allegedly. it. They, she she deliberately left in some words on a pamphlet concerning kitty porn bondage or something. I mean, it was it. I mean, it was it couldn't have been there by accident in the no, photo shoot. Someone someone they let did it, it deliberately to be seen, so they would look for yeah. it. Uh, and of course, uh, some of the liberals say, "Well, you got to respect the Babylon Bee for having months to prepare for their return and still having nothing funny to say." Uh, and then Larry said, if you've ever wondered what the onion would be like, if it was really freaking stupid people wrote for it, look no further than the Babylon Bee. Although I had a Babylon Bee did have a couple of funny headlines. Um, uh, now, a new elf on the shelf will scan your social media account to see if you've misgendered anyone. Uh, anti-science right-wingers protest common-sense COVID restrictions. So that's not very funny. Uh, progressive family adds new planned parenthood location under the Christmas village. Oh, well. <laughs> I will say this, because I read both of them. The Onion has stepped up its game <laughs> because it, it has I've competition. Got, I haven't checked them in a while. I gotta start they, they're funnier than they used to be. Well, I'm gonna, we'll, they're we'll still start. ultra liberal, but they're still but they're yeah. funnier than they we'll used to. We'll start looking for them again. Um, uh, another, uh, as I mentioned, this uh, 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 there's a hot Japanese chick. Uh, she's wow. she yeah I know yeah. she's called uh, well if you look if you you know that case well, house still haunts oh me but God. anyway <laughs> TikTok <laughs> compilations of hot girls and uh, you'll be looking for a while uh, this one I can't remember and I didn't see her name I don't think but she's a TikTok hot Japanese chick in so-called influencer yeah uh, and I saw a video of her probably I should have asked Flounder to try to find it but a video of her and she actually said uh, to all my friends of color if you have a white friend. That's okay if you have a white friend that you talk to and so forth. That's okay. But don't bring your white friend to meet with us and other people of color unless you ask each one of us if it's okay because a lot of us are just not ready for any more white shenanigans, unquote, shenanigans. We ain't going anywhere, so get used to it. She's Japanese. Yeah. There was a study out recently, which I think is crazy. A study came out recently saying that they think the Japanese are closer related to Caucasians than they are the the Mongoloid race. Yeah, the Asian race. (laughs) (laughs) So you're, you're Caucasian, bitch. Get over it. They really think Sorry, we're going away, that. don't they? I, they, they, I, they, they I got do. news for you. I mean, it's, it's like it's amazing. <laughs> Sorry. And it's all, again, it's all TikTok. Even uh, Janet Yellen has now said TikTok's dangerous. Uh, so, oh, I mean, yeah. maybe finally, uh, I mean, but again, the, uh, TikTok has an enormous TikTok's influence. TikTok's been dangerous since its inception. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knew it. And we're yet, handing all our information to the Chinese they communists are. daily. Be, and, it, and it's being run and it's dangerous because of children who are demanding to stay with it and pay Parents who we are, and I, I can't a parent eliminate any TikTok thing from a yeah. computer or well, a Well, they could be a parent. That would be nice. I, I don't Start know being why. a parent. I, I, Say I can't no. believe it. Uh, and one other thing, by the way, uh, we did, we were off when this when this story broke to light. That guy who is the Department of Energy's nuclear waste removal specialist. Yeah. 
and he is into doggy porn and uh, dog collar kink and kitty porn and he dresses uh, in like uh, sometimes like a girl and sometimes like it looks like Moby knows what um, uh, he just got caught and by the way he it's fine he, he also posted it with a picture of that tranny uh, admiral <laughs> Um, yeah. What's her his name uh, in her in his little that dress, thing. Admiral dress? Oh, Levine, yeah, yeah, Levine. The thing. Oh my God, uh, the monster. Uh, and this guy is a, uh, in charge of getting rid of nuclear waste, and he's a he's a he's a cross dresser, tranny, uh, doggy porn. Uh, he's written. He, he's he's a, he's not officially gay. He's a fruitcake. And again, don't tell me that that's an offensive word. It has nothing to do with being a homosexual. Okay, I don't care if the guy's gay. If you're gay, I thought fine. he was gay. But if you're, well, he may be gay, but he's a lot more than gay. I mean, so his gayness is fine. If he's gay, you're gay. But if you're doing this, you're a freaking actor. You're a, you're a costume. You're a cosplayer, uh, and, and you're doing this on purpose. And you don't deserve our respect. Plus, he got caught being a thief and a liar. He yeah. was at an air. Was at Houston Airport. Minneapolis, uh, I thought. An airport, and he deliberately under security cameras video. By the way, as, uh, how could he not know that? Incidentally, uh, and he, he takes his suitcase. He looks at the tag on it, sees it belongs to a woman, yeah. rips off the tag, and takes off with it. Yeah, he wanted the bag. Yeah, he wanted the bag. He gets home. He goes. They finally catch him. But he gets home. He goes through the bag. The police show up because they had. They knew. They found out who it was. And he denied that he took it. And then he said, "Oh, I maybe I took it by mistake." And then he said he'd take it back to the sink. And as far as I know, he has not taken anything back. Yeah. He just wanted her clothes and her suitcase. He, he not only didn't, didn't what do you call it when you put a bag in? You, uh, when you bring the bag up and you put it on. You've, what do you call oh that? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call that? When you bring the flag up, the, the, you the just, bag yeah, up, you, 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 you sto- not yeah. store it, stow it, you check it. You check the bag. He, ne- he didn't check a bag. Yeah. He took the bag, yeah. someone else's bag, and then he checked it a couple he, more times on other flights. Yeah, and then pretended it would look, look like his. It was I mean, a mistake. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. And, he's been and he sus- changed the tag on yeah. it. He's been suspended. But not. he, he won't be Why fired. Why in jail? And depending yeah. on, and depending on what's in that suitcase, if it's over $180 or something, it's a felony. I think and it I'll is. And I'll bet a woman, I'll bet she had jewelry or clothes or something there worth $400. I don't know what the Just limit the bag is, depending itself. on the state. And the suitcase itself, if it's over a certain, you know, misdemeanor level, I think in most places is $400. If it's over that, you can charge felony. Anyway, nothing's going to happen to him. He's a freak. He's. I, I, I don't give a cap whether he's. I don't care if you're gay. I mean, you know, really. I'm just. I mean, does anybody really care where somebody else is gay? No. I, hell, we're in the radio media business. Forty percent of the people I've worked with for fifty-five years are gay. I'll really? Bet you. I mean, so well. I mean, I mean, it's, <laughs> we don't care. We, I said, we, we don't really. We, yeah, most people don't care anymore. But he's a freak. He's a freaking fruit ball. Super mm. freak. Super uh, speaking of freaks, I shoot. Can we do a comedy thing? Sure. Can I do a comedy <laughs> thing? That'd be quite a shock to the audience, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we, we're, Hold we on got, your hats, we got to scoot right along. Uh, and I had a whole bunch of really cool crime stuff that I wanted to get to. I just I found out in the World it. Cup, the Moroccan moles uh, <laughs> beaten the Canadian ice truck jailers <laughs> two to one. So. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I had money on the Iranian <laughs> bummers. Yes. Fuck you, Iran. Buggers. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, did, didn't they kill somebody who refused to support yeah. Someone was honking the horn in their car celebrating that USA won and they they killed killed him. him. Some Iranians. 
So it wasn't the government. It was just Iran. Iranians. And from now on, it's Iran. Because it pisses them off. Here's the guy who was condemning uh, a basketball player. Well, no, it was one of our soccer players over there. He was lecturing one of our black soccer players. He said, it's not Iran. Iran is Iran. Yeah, well, Iran. Bomb, 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 Iran. Remember that? I was said right there. said, excuse me. Yeah. People are literally dying to get into the United States right now. Yeah. Yeah. People are literally dying trying to get out of your country. Yeah. So enough of that. Don't lecture yeah. me. Now you tell me what I can say. <laughs> yeah, you're Iran. Fuck you're you. You're the guy who won't let your wife go out with alone <laughs> in the daytime. Well, that actually makes sense. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially looking the way they look. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, did, yeah. I, God, did you see a Dave Chappelle from two years ago? He's talking about women that you're, you're sending mixed signals to us. He says, you know, women, you're out with your boys in your bar, and this woman walks by. She's got half her ass hanging out of her skirt and stuff, and her boobs hanging out yeah, and everything. Hey, baby. And yeah. you go, hey, you know, and, yeah. you, and you go up and talk to her, and you're staring at her boobs. She goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. <laughs> I, I, I may be dressed this way, but that doesn't mean I'm a whore. <laughs> and he said, well, you know, you know what, but you know what? That's awfully confusing. <laughs> it's like if I went out on the street dressed as a policeman. They'd think you and were. And somebody runs up and goes, help me, help me, sir. There's something going on. you got to help us. Oh, my God, people are getting hurt. Can you help us? And I look at them and say, look, just because I'm dressed like a policeman <laughs> doesn't make me a policeman. <laughs> so if they're dressed like a whore. Oh, mercy. And he goes, and he goes listen, ladies, you may not be a whore. But you're wearing the uniform. <laughs> you got her clothes. <laughs> By mistake, apparently. Well, let's do that comic Sam. What's his Sam yeah, Marine? Sam Marines, what's his What's his name? Do you know Sam somebody? He's a very funny guy. And he's Sam Morey. Sam Morell or something Morell, like that. Yeah, Morrell yeah. or Morell or something like that. And he was, and this is, I, I forgot exactly, but it's something about comparing, he's, he's comparing, uh, he's comparing, yeah, he's comparing women looking for sex. Differences for men, men and women of and, looking for sex and having sex and like. And uh, parking. Yeah. And, and, uh, here's Sam, a very funny guy. <laughs> I know they look at sex differently. Most women I know they look at sex like buying a car. You're like, can I see myself in this long term? Is it safe? Is it reliable? Could it kill me? <laughs> Most guys I know they look at sex like parking a car. We're like, there's a spot. <laughs> oh, I have to pay? Never mind. <laughs> Handicapped. Hope no one sees this. I did a Caitlyn Jenner joke on uh, The Late Show with Colbert, and I got a nasty email about it. They're like, you don't get it. You're a straight white man. Caitlyn Jenner's had it hard. Has she? Caitlyn Jenner's never worked a day in her life. She's been coasting off of Bruce's success her entire existence. That guy trained hard every day. Bruce Jenner, American hero. Caitlyn Jenner, gold-digging whore. Most <laughs> <laughs> pretty, <yeah>. <laughs> pretty funny. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, by the way, tomorrow, again, as, as it's probably stupid to say this, but as we speak, it's Thursday, the first uh, of December, which again is amazing Rinse to me. Do. Yeah, <laughs> and how? Um, and uh, and tomorrow, Friday the second, we will be playing uh, the Redneck Christmas. Yep. We'll try to do that. And then next week, we'll start playing the other, uh, other uh, Christmas stuff. It's Christmas stuff. Yeah, it's Christmas stuff. We'll play that, and we'll have fun. And if, In fact, if you have any requests, 
uh, go to uh, well thekimmershow.net links you uh, go to the contacts whatever you can link and then stuff. you can leave a comment there where we'll get an email or if you just want to email yeah. Pete Davis or, or, at like, or a, a couple nights ago <clears throat> I figured it's time to get in the Christmas mood and the thing that does it for me is the Chris is the Christmas peanut special oh really the whole the Charlie Brown thing and I sat there and watched that it's like 20 something minutes done in 1965 Charles Schultz. I don't think I've seen it since then. I'll was bet a you. genius. Yeah. The the things that are in that yeah, are in that thirty minutes about that that will teach you about life and how people act and how they think. He was a freaking genius. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. I just sit there amazed. I watch it every year, and every year I, I see something different in it. How it's yeah. Uh, how well, it's amazing. I, I, and, and it was all, of, all of, whether they were you know Lucy in the outfield playing baseball, and, and there would be a, a moral to the story or a, a thing. Yeah, I mean it was it really was unbelievable to use you know a dog on a doghouse and these characters and Linus and the inside these these pig pen and these. And the, the funny thing is she's a psychiatrist. You know Charlie yeah, Brown goes five to her. Cents, yeah. And, and <laughs> Cents and says the, the doctor is out, and she flips a sign, and it doesn't say the doctor is in. You know what it says? Because this is 1965. It says the doctor is real in. <laughs> oh, real, man. He's real. It's real. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you know, all the people looking at that that were born after 1980 are going, What yeah, the hell does that the mean? What the hell does that mean? Yeah. I remember the first time I actually set foot at the intersection of Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco. And what a the, dump. The tenderloin. What oh a dump that God. place is. George Harrison said that he, he was so disappointed. Yeah. He was just well, horrible I, people. I mean, and we, everybody had heard, you know, Haight-Ashbury and the tenderloin and that stuff. I, I actually got hissed in a bar <laughs> while they were playing uh, uh, Dynasty on TV. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and I, got, I got hissed by the gay crowd because oh, yeah. they all showed up to watch dynasty in this particular place <laughs> my bad <laughs> i got the hell out of there and i'm hurry, i can tell you that <laughs> anyway <laughs> i may have to save part of this so we'll save we'll see we got another comic i'll play too we'll save those oh this just bottom. in the Croatian unibrows <laughs> have tied the bloody Belgian bastards nil-nil. Oh, no. <laughs> by, by the way, the very, the, yesterday was the date. No, no, it's actually, is it tomorrow? I think it's well, tomorrow. Is the date in the 1800s of the first international soccer match between Scotland and England. Really? A, a nil-nil tie. Ah, Nobody should have perfect. Known. In fact, I've, I've heard more discussion lately about making the goal wider or using two balls oh, or, two, I mean, all wait, the... Wait, wait, two uh, balls. Actually, that'd be funny as hell. What I would do, honestly, what I would do, I would have two balls. I would have like a red one and a green one, <laughs> and they'd me? both be worth different points. If you got the red one in a goal, it's two goals, and oh, if you got the green one, it'd be one. Oh, you could have all kinds of stuff. They have shit running have all over the goalies. place. Huh? You'd have to have two goalies then. Well, whatever. It's no but fair if you have two balls. There's I, no way you would, stop well, that. They maybe I don't know. I mean, it just maybe you. Can't. You know what they? You know how they, how they could fix all this? The 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 offside thing. They took away like three goals from Argentina a few yeah. days ago. They they took a, a, a couple off of somebody yesterday. Mexico. Mexico yeah. got kicked out because they needed three goals, and they had that third goal at least twice. And the both times they were an inch offside. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, to me, offsides is if your entire body is past the next guy. Yeah, that should be offside. Zone, yeah. But it literally, if if it's just your head is past the guy. Come on. Nah, that's a little nitty nitpick. Yeah, give me more scoring. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I give you got your sports sections and I noticed something uh, today 
uh, which infuriates me because I think LeBron James is. Oh my God! His latest. LeBron, have you said? You want to tell the little people? Why did you ask me about the Jerry? Honestly, I thought I misread this. Tell the little people that LeBron James now is so freaking full of himself that he's now come out with this little gem after at the end of a news conference, or maybe it was the beginning. A news conference. He actually go ahead and tell him what he. Well, Jerry Jones. Who was it? The Washington Post or somebody did an expose on him and found a photo of him. At 15 years old in Little Rock or whatever, as a teenager, yeah. as a teenager at a, a a school desegregation event, I don't think he's holding a sign. It I don't a, think he's trying to lynch it anybody. It appeared as though he was supporting the, the National Guard to prevent the black kids from going to school. That's what the picture. Well, not supporting that, the National Guard. No, but he was but against it, the National it was, Guard. Well, it was, but he was, but that he was somehow preventing black kids from going to school is what right. LeBron James was saying that okay. the picture indicates. He's 15 years yeah, he was old. He's a teenager. In the 50s. A bystander going on at the school. 15 years old. Yeah. So uh, they may try to make a big deal out of it. And f- frankly, a lot of people came out and said, come on, man, he was 15 years old. Let's let's don't make a big deal out of this, okay? But they tried to. Yeah. They tried to cancel him from 70 years ago. Yeah. All right. So then LeBron James has some press conference at the end of it. I th- does he come out and say, uh, I can't believe you didn't ask me about that. Well, that first of all, it was a week ago yeah. that it was the big controversy. He literally thinks he is the spokesman and king of all black people. Well, not only that, he had the nerve to say, how dare you, basically, how dare you not ask me about another racial issue concerning a football owner as though that as though I had anything to do with anything. Yeah. So, you know, if you have a racial issue and we need to condemn these, you need to come to LeBron to get my opinion on it? Right. I think oh he's, my God. I think he's gone a bridge too far with this one because everybody's going, what? I don't give a crap what LeBron James thinks about anything, let alone Jerry Jones from 1952 yeah. or this whatever. This could be a jump the shark moment oh for my King God. LeBron. Yeah. <coughs> when you have even black people going, well, what does that got to yeah, do with you? Um, I'm going to save a bunch of stuff for tomorrow. Which is why you never bend over. You never apologize. You never bend over to the to the woke mob. I, I know. You just basically, and Jerry Jones has already said too much about this. Yeah. He just say, you know what? Yeah. Sue me. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I do have a, a couple of things I want to get to before we uh, boogaloo, boogaloo. A couple of birthdays and then uh, some fairy tales. Uh, and also, uh, the best movie thing. I want to get into that before we have to uh, depart the premises here, so I want to uh, motion along. Uh, let's see. Bette Midler is 77 today. I don't know why. I have a negative feeling about her, and I don't know why. She's, has she done anything stupid or anything? She's a regular person, oh, right? No, no. She said Good some sin. shit about Trump and the people who is voted it, yeah, for that's Trump. What I, she in hates my us. Head, in she my head, I have us. that, and I can't think of the specific why. I was so angry that I, in my head, I was like, Bette Midler, that bitch. What did, and I can't remember what she, she did. She hates us. Okay, then I, then I was right. Uh, I should trust my inner uh, judgment. Uh, <laughs> actor Treat Williams is 71. Uh, he kind of had a couple things and then he should have been huge and yeah. he wasn't yeah. I, I, especially after the cop undercover cop movie whatever that one was wasn't it Mean Streets he was in with De Niro or something and they, they, everyone said that he was going to be the yeah. star and it turned yeah. out not and then he did the other uh, the other cop movie he had played the undercover guy or the and wasn't he also in uh, he was supposed to be the big star coming out of um, not the happy the movie that spurned happy days Oh, uh, Graffiti. Yeah, American uh, Graffiti. American Graffiti. Wasn't he in that? And he wasn't the, the big star? I don't star. think so. I don't remember him in oh, that. Okay, maybe. Anyway, uh, Treat Williams is 71. Carol Alt, uh, the Hello. former actress and model. Isn't she married the hockey guy? Is, is she? Do we know her for that? I don't know. She's 62. Sarah Silverman. 
You know, I have mixed things about her. I, I've laughed out loud at one, at one performance I saw of her on HBO or something, but she is so just kind of uh, icky, greasy. you know, just kind of, yeah, just kind of icky. Uh, uh, Sarah Silverman is 52. Janelle Monet is uh, 37 today. Isn't she somebody's daughter? Who? Uh, Janelle Monet. Isn't she's she? got this, she's got a pretty face, she's 37. but she's got a resting bitch face. Yeah. She looks yeah. like she'd be a real pill. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is 34. She's Lenny uh, and Lisa Bonet's daughter. Zoe Kravitz, 34. Woody Allen made it to 87 without being shot. Charlene Tilton. She, uh, she was a chubby little Lucy uh, on Dallas. I she liked was her. Oh, yeah. a little cute, little chubby yeah, little Charlene Tilton. About her. 64 today. Rick Scott, uh, former governor, now senator of Florida, 69. Uh, Lee Trevino is 83. Can I tell me a Lee Trevino story? Lee Trevino was at, he was, he was out, he was living in Texas uh, and he was out mowing his lawn with his no shirt on, wearing parachute, running shorts and mowing the lawn and he was doing a beautiful job at his mansion in Houston or wherever it was uh, and a lady in his big old car dry, uh, comes by and rolls down her window and she says, excuse me, excuse me uh, can you tell me how much you charge to do this lawn like that? And he says, well ma'am, if I do a really good job the lady of the house lets me sleep with <laughs> and the old lady rolled her window back up and drove off immediately. Of course, he was living there at the time. Anyway, the Lee Trevino <laughs> story brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. Right here in Sonoya, Georgia. They do all our camera show stuff. Holy crap, it's I sports. ordered a bunch of stuff for Christmas, did, I'm telling you. Did yes, you know? I did. Excellent. Excellent. Because they do T-shirts, no minimum order, no setup fees, laser engraving. They got fancy laser stuff for cups and signs and they tumblers do, and all work. kinds of good stuff. They do great work. Do it. You Still got time for Christmas to get your T-shirts in for Christmas. Farmhouse printing, and it's, you know, shirts, hats, you know, uh, bags. I mean, anything you're looking for, they can put something Cows. on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Densmore, the Doors drummer, is 78 today. Densdale. He he allowed the song "Ghost Riders on the Storm." to be used to sell Pirelli tires in the United Kingdom only many years ago. And later he said he heard the voice of Jim Morrison in his ears, so he donated all the money he made to charity. It was Riders of the Storm, not Ghost what Riders. What I say? Uh, I say Ghost Riders? Yeah, ghost riders. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, in 2002, Densmore then vetoed an offer by Cadillac, which wanted to use the song Break On Through to the Other Side and, and was willing to pay $15 million. Dylan has given her, his, the Beatles have given. Come on, man. You're it the said, Doors. I'm re, it said Densmore Please. of the Doors vetoed an offer by Cadillac who wanted to use Break On Through to the Other Side and pay $15 million for it. And he said no because Morrison was vehemently opposed to licensing Doors music for He's commercial. He's dead. I'm just telling He's you what he dead. said in 2002. I know, but he had, Morrison was in his head. He felt guilty. He heard the voice of Jim Morrison. I'm telling you, that's why he wrote, wrote this, because it's, uh, it's interesting. Dylan and the Beatles can sell it, then, then you know. I'm just saying that's it. what Sorry. his thing. Uh, 1976, one more. Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols was on the BBC <laughs> when he used a very naughty word. Oh, no. Uh, the press labeled the band Rotten Punks. And because it stuck, the Sex Pistols became the founding fathers of punk rock. That was it, huh? Basically, yeah. 
Um, in uh, history, 1955, it uh, thought to be the event that really started the nationwide civil rights movement when Rosa Parks was arrested for refusing to give up her seat in the colored section of a Montgomery bus to a white guy. Martin Luther King Jr. led a boycott that lasted more than a year and made the white man cave, basically. Uh, 2001, Transworld Airlines flight number 220 lands at St. Louis International Airport and thus ends 76 years of TWA bought by American Airlines. <coughs> Excuse me. 1835, Hans, uh, Hans Christian Andersen published his first book of fairy tales. Uh, he was famous for The Emperor's New Clothes, uh, Princess and the Pea, The Little Mermaid, Thumbelina, uh, and some of his other stories were uh, 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 sort of bastardized by others, including the uh, one version of Cinderella and the Brothers Grimm, Cinderella's eldest sister in a, an attempt to fit into the glass uh, slipper, which in her case was golden in their version, cuts off her toes. The second sister cuts off her heel to fit into the Cinderella's slipper. In both cases, bo uh, two doves sent by Cinderella's dead mother alert the prince of the sister's blood in the slippers. Cinderella was found to be the true owner of the slipper, and during her wedding to the prince, the doves return and poke her sister's eyes out. Snow White, the Brothers Grimm tale, paints a much darker story with the evil queen ordering the huntsman to take Snow White into the woods, kill her, and bring her back her liver and lungs for the queen to eat. Later in the story, the prince and Snow White are getting married and invite all royalty in the land. The evil queen shows up, unknowing it was her stepdaughter's wedding. When she arrives, she's forced to step into burning hot iron shoes brought from the fireplace and dance until she dies in a... <laughs> In a hell of a tango. And one more quick here. In the Carlo Collodi's original version of Pinocchio, once Geppetto carves Pinocchio, the marionette runs away. He's caught by the police who assume that Geppetto has been abusing him, so they put Geppetto in prison. Pinocchio goes back to Geppetto's house that night and accidentally kills the wise-talking cricket. He later gets hung from a tree and suffocates. <laughs> That's not in the movie. <laughs> These are not very nice. That's not in the movie at all. Uh, and one last one. The Brothers Grimm Rapunzel. Rapunzel, let down your hair. Is still a beautiful girl with long hair trapped in a tower by an evil witch. In their version, the witch finds the prince has been visiting Rapunzel on the side and knocks her up. So she, <laughs> so the witch cuts off uh, Rapunzel's hair and banishes her to the wilderness. The prince returns that night and crawls up the hair, only to find the evil witch at the end of it. She pushes him off the tower into thorn bushes, which break his fall, but stab out his eyes. <laughs> These are just some... <laughs> of the glorious fairy tales available to you now on the internet. Uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, 1969, Uncle Sam started his first military draft lottery since the end of World War II. 1991, this is Ukrainian Independence Day, independence from Russia. Uh, 2012, Kansas City Chief linebacker Jovan Belcher got into an argument with his girlfriend Cassandra Perkinson at their home and shot and killed her. Then he drove to the Kansas City Chiefs practice facility. Yeah. I had forgotten this until I read it this morning. Thanked the general manager and the coach and then shot himself in front of them. And one more. Pete, this is for you. 2014. 
AMC issued an apology for a social media screw-up. AMC had posted a major spoiler alert on Facebook the night before after the Walking Dead mid-season finale, <laughs> and they revealed the death of a main character, which I shall reveal now what they did. Spoiler alert. AMC showed a picture of Daryl carrying a body with a caption, R.I.P. Beth. Wow. And that was to their uh, that was pretty chagrin. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Anyway, uh, that's all I know. It's just about the best movie action here in, uh, in uh, Fargo. What happened in Fargo? I watched a trailer yesterday. Well, I thought it was a joke, but it's a natural movie. And Flounder says it's based on a true story. It's called Cocaine Bear. Oh, I've sa- you showed me. I did read, you watch I saw the, the trailer. Did you watch it's the hysterical. trailer? And now it's in the <laughs> news. Uh, they did a story on it because it's a real story. I'm going to see it the first day it comes out. It looks it's about some a plane drops some bags of cocaine yeah. over Knoxville. Yeah. 70 pounds. 70 pounds. And the bear a, ate it. A bear gets into it. And the movie, it, they, they, you think at first it's going to be, oh, they're, they're doing one of those horror movies. Yeah. No, no. It's Snakes on airplanes, hold my beer. It's a comedy. It's hyster- The trailer is hysterical. <laughs> I mean, possibly the best film title ever. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine bear. bear. It's what put the little kids up the tree. No, you said uh, bears could climb, climb trees. trees. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Here comes the bear. <laughs> but it, it, it also looked like they had real, look, we're using a real bear for parts of it. That I don't know, but there's an actual, like, there's an exhibit. I think, I forget if it's, it happened here. And here in Atlanta? It's not here, it's somewhere in Georgia, no, I think. I thought it was Knoxville. But I think that's where, where the bear is. Okay. They have it on display. You can go see it. He's oh, dead? He's dead, yeah. Oh, they don't kill the bear in the end, do they? I, I, that I don't know. But I mean, I can, you imagine, the la- can you imagine the last 40 seconds of that bear's life? His heart had to fucking explode. Jeez. <laughs> if the cocaine again, I don't know what happened. I, I won't spoil. I don't know what happened to the bear. But I wonder if the cocaine killed him. Is that what? Yeah, because he ingested. They it. probably had to shoot him. I mean, story. 70 pounds of cocaine. He had a heart yeah. attack. His so you, you could, go, if you want to find out, you can Google it. Just obviously. Google yeah. cocaine, Co- bear. cocaine bear. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm telling you, that trailer <laughs> is the funniest damn trailer yeah. I think I've it ever was, seen. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the bears could climb trees. Joint <laughs> 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 on cocaine, they can. Oh man! <laughs> and there's one. And he's on his back, you know, right here. The, they're the ambulance <laughs> trying to get away, and the, the back doors of the ambulance are open, and the, the lady in the Gurney's shooting at the bear as he's chasing the ambulance. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. Yeah, it looks all right. Okay, this is sad. We all seen Fargo the movie. Yeah. What's, what, what is the key scene that you remember from that movie? There's so many, but the key uh, scene we always well, laugh the about. The wood chopper. The wood chopper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when she, when, the police were when Matt Marge walks <laughs> around the side and uh, the big Viking guy yeah, is shoving to shove the foot Steve in Buscemi. with a stick or something. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the headline of the year from People Magazine so far. Tree Tremor dies after falling into wood chipper. Uh, Across from Kentucky Christmas light display. <laughs> they told everybody to stay home last night <coughs> and don't, don't come by and watch it. Oh, wow. oh my, yeah. That's got to be bad. It's there. pretty bad. All right. Sean Ono Lennon. Why not? Sean Ono Lennon. I don't know what that John is. Lennon's, uh, John Lennon's son with Yoko. Oh, okay. All right. 
He tweeted this, a friend of mine who's also half Japanese, half Caucasian came up with the perfect term for people like us. I've always disliked the sound of Hapa. As I didn't know I've they were called Hapas. Yeah, it's stupid. For, for half Japanese, half white? Is that yeah, that's saying? pretty stupid. He says, I much prefer the new one, rice cracker. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be offensive in any way. <laughs> Joe says, um, maybe someday transgender people in America will have as many rights as guns do. Oh, for God's sakes. You have every right we have, you So, sport. Dr. Blast Hard Cheese responded, I cannot saw the barrel off my gun. <laughs> you can saw the barrel off of your... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Egyptians are wanting the Rosetta Stone back. Should Britain give it back to Oh, them? well, now, wait a minute. Didn't we steal it fair and square? <clears throat> well, it wasn't us. It was well, Napoleon stole it. Napoleon took it. Is that who it was? It was the I've French. Forgotten. And somehow the British got it. Maybe it's in Paris. How did he, how did he come by it? I don't remember at when, all. When he invaded Egypt, because he wanted to be a, the Roman Empire, he yeah. wanted to take all of it. He, he was huge on that and brought French scientists and archaeologists who were digging, because Egypt was huge back in those days, all over Europe. And they were digging around and they found that. And they took a bunch of stuff back to Paris. Hmm. That because he was a huge Egypt, Egyptologist or whatever. So where called. is it now? Is it in? Uh, it's either London or Paris, huh. and the Egyptians want it back. So Carl Benjamin says, "My general view on the return of historical artifacts is that if we had to dig it out of the ground, <laughs> you didn't really care about it in the first place." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, what is finders keepers after two hundred years or something? Too, you know. I yeah. mean, All right, you got to keep it short. But you can do this because we've got 10 minutes left. All right. Before we do uh, Bad Text Theater. Yeah. Wade, and thank you to everybody who's put, gone on Venmo for us and PayPal and oh, Patreon. Thank you, thank you very you. much. Uh, we really, really need it. I Wade has you. put uh, $5 on there. All right. And he says, okay, <clears throat> you now have $5 in your Venmo account. It's friend talking in story time. Oh. <laughs> so we have a request. Oh, in fact, well, I do. In fact, didn't we get another one too? We somebody else sent us some. A couple others sent us some money here, and I want to mention them too. And I was very. Uh, yeah, I we thank everybody. Now. But anyway, yeah. uh, the friend talking story. Okay, uh, many years ago, my final wife and I, back when uh, I actually was sort of partly popular, uh, and <laughs> she was a knockout, and we were and lived in Brookhaven, and uh, we got we used to get invited to stuff. And in fact, we got invited by somebody in the in the area to a dinner as their guests at the uh, town. The uh, what's the town club? What's it called? Not the Red, uh, Atlanta Country Club. No, no the. Uh, the town club. It doesn't matter. Anyway, whatever. Um, and uh, which is part of the golf club. They have their own golf country club, too. It's whatever. The, I can't get my mind's gone. Uh, anyway, uh, and so and, and the, the guy hosting the dinner was a fellow who was a Civil War uh, historian and author and very famous local guy. I can't remember his name now. Mm -hmm. And we had that dinner. We had uh, a very nice dinner and they served. At the end of it, my made fun of this at the end. At the end of the dinner, he brought out the Stilson and uh, and and uh, what's that kind of uh, uh, heavy wine you get with it? What what's that? Stilson and Stilton. Uh, Stilton. That, that's that horrible cheese. I love it. And, uh, and, and what's the wine that it comes with? Port. Like Port and Stilton. Oh, I yeah. love that. Oh, it was horrible. I just ugh, ugly, just <laughs> bitter and nasty. I'm going to go get some oh, right now. God, ugh, 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 disgusting. <laughs> but during the meal, uh, among other things, they served a, uh, uh, some white wine. And I'm not a particular wine drinker, but this white wine was delicious. It was cold and crisp, had a real, a real good flavor to it, but it was crispy. It wasn't heavy and syrupy. Yeah. It was crisp 
and light, and it was great. It was very tasty. And so I asked the waiter about it, or, or the the guy, as I remarked about it, and he gave me the label, so I would I know what it was. Yeah. So I, that next day, I went to a local liquor store up in Brookhaven, and I went to the guy, and I said, I want to buy a case of this and surprise my Riesling, wife. Riesling, is that it? No, 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 no okay. Rombauer. 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 But it's a Riesling. The, the, the it's wine. A white, well, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not even it's sure. Probably Johannesburg Riesling type. But okay, it, it, was, it was delicious. Um, and so I said, I said, I want to, I want to buy a case of this uh, for my, to surprise my final wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, as I recall, it was, it was something like about 30 bucks a bottle, which to me was a lot of money. This is like 30 years ago. It's in the ni- 1998 or something or whatever. Um, and so, and, and that to me was a lot of money to spend for one bottle of wine. I bought a whole case of it to, to, to surprise yeah. her. Okay, so he said, I'll be here in three days or whatever. So I came back in three days. I said, here, pick up my wine. He said, oh. <laughs> About that. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said, what do you mean you're so sorry? So said, well, <laughs> earlier today, Fran Tarkenton, who lives in the area, was in, and he saw the case of Rombauer, and he said, that's my favorite wine. And so I sold it to Fran Tarkenton. I said, wait a minute. You gave Fran Tarkenton my wine that I ordered special for this thing? <laughs> and so from then on, whenever and I've got a bottle of it, I've had it in my refrigerator for a year that I've just yeah. to keep reminding me. And so from then on, I've been just saying that Fran Tarkenton stole my wine because he's a big-time celebrity and I'm just little old nobody. <laughs> and the guy gave him my case of wine. I had to order another one. Okay? So. You should have looked him right in the eyes and said, Who? <laughs> yeah, I know. And how does this affect me, <laughs> yeah. Kim What's that Peterson? got to do with the Kimmer? <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> That's what I should have said. He should have given you a discount on another <laughs> yeah, box. that'll be the day. Anyway, that's well, that's, a, that's bad business. Uh, yeah, it is bad business. Because if he did it, okay, fine, giving it to Fran Tarkenton, he should have immediately yeah. ordered you another one. Right, yeah, I, I, again, yeah. I, I, you would have thought. And I, and I wasn't that, uh, I mean, I Where was... Where is this place? I was, I was, it, it was the liquor store in the little uh, strip shopping center as you're going north on, uh, into Brookhaven. Uh, and there's a bank on the corner and uh, a little strip show. On Peachtree. On Peachtree Road. On left or right. Dresden. Uh, you know where Dresden yeah. is? If you're, go- if you're going north, it's on, before you get to Dresden, there's a little shopping center on the right. On the right. And there was a liquor store and I think a Subway shop. The maybe. Starbucks there too? There's a pizza joint. There's a Jersey Mike's there. There's a Kroger. Yeah. Maybe. I know, I know where that is. I know exactly where that is. No, I used again, to live right like by there. 1998 or something. So well, I made pick it the may place. It may not even be there right now. <laughs> we demand our Riesling. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's my Fran Tarkenton story. Yeah. And I don't know whether you ever found out. Someone told me that I think he told him that story once. That he met yeah. Fran Tarkenton someplace funny. and relayed the story to him. If I ever see him again, him. I'll, I'll tell him. Yeah, I'll definitely I think tell somebody him. actually did relate. I've, I, somebody, I think someone told me that they By the way, that. anybody, if you want to go on Venmo... And send some money. You can you can demand any story you want, and That's he'll right. tell it. A, requ- a, a request, we'll do it. And again, we can, we'll we develop can't tiers. Repl- so if you want this one story, you, you, you have to you have to donate twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We what am I t- bid? Uh, uh, if you're on the top gold tier, yeah, if you Kimmer wanna, will come tell you the story yeah. at your house. That or he'll put together a Johnny Midnight. Denise, what is hundred bucks, you think? We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, again, Donnie said, don't ever play regular Edmund Fitzgerald again. Denise has sent us two different Venmos. Judy uh, sent us a very large donation. Uh, Denise again, Wade uh, sent us five bucks and said for the Fran Targeted story. <laughs> That's what the Aww. latest one we just did. couple uh, things here. Mark yeah. says, and I'd forgotten this, but I noticed it myself 
looking at the trailer. Ray Liotta's in that movie. That was his last movie. Oh my God, really? That was, yeah, Can that you was, imagine that being, when you go on IMDb, the last credit is Cocaine, cocaine Bear. bear. And Ray Liotta's in Cold Liotta's in Bear. Oh yeah. Didn't you see him? Watch it again. You can see him. He's in it. And uh, some prayers out to Luis. He said his doggy has had some seizures. They have him on the meds. And he's not the same, so he could use some prayers for his little doggy there. Well, what's his na- doggy's name? Do you say? I, I don't know what the doggy's name and, is. And who? Uh, Luis? Luis. He's a, he's a Mets fan, but pray for the doggy no, anyway. No, no, we will uh, offer our prayers for your little one, I promise oh, you. Oh, he calls into extra all the time. He oh, was yeah, he was at the uh, Yeah, he was at the... Uh, the Governor's Gun Club when you had the oh, event reports. You met who it is. I know who yeah. it is. Really cool guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you want to save the movie thing for tomorrow? What movie thing? Are you going to, do we just do the we best We just movie? did the movie thing, uh, the cocaine uh, thing. Oh, I thought maybe we <laughs> The show started at, uh, what, when, when did they? We started at 2.30. Uh, okay. Um, so it's been an hour and a half. By the way, $100, would you come to their house for $100? What, what would it take to, for you to come to their house and actually... And do what? And tell the story. Well, a two-minute story? Nobody, How much? I, I, I think that's <laughs> a, that's kind of a story. we got to get some money here. Come on. <laughs> well, we're you'd gonna, have to show up with me. We're going to whore you out. This isn't worth the money. <laughs> For 500 bucks, we'll both show up. There you go. Uh, to do what? I tell a story. You? Oh, my God. No, no. We'll just tell a story and leave. Yeah. Tell a story and leave. Sure, absolutely. And that's the story. Thank you. <laughs> 500 bucks. We'll tell a story and leave. Now you have Denise who lives in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, no, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. We're not driving to Greenville, South Carolina. Denise. We're going to put it. Uh, there's a, a mile radius. There's a 20 mile radius. Yeah, somewhere in the area. You know? Ball ground <laughs> to the north. Yeah. Uh, Lawrenceville yeah. to Kansas the east. fine. <laughs> Dallas <laughs> to the west. And no, nothing on the south. Yeah. Noonan on the south. Yeah, there you go. Time for Bad Text Theater. Bad, bad Text Theater. Theater. All right, it's the first guy and it's the uh, second guy. All right. Are you the first guy or the second guy? I'll be the second guy. Second guy. All right, I'm the first guy, so I will start. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the contortionist who tried to fit into a colander? No, what happened? He strained himself. Strained a colander, ladies and gentlemen. Strained, strained cat himself. Almost made it outside. What yeah. The heck? He trying to escape? He is a he, that's a shouty cat, by the way. He's he was talking for the whole first half of the show. I meow, see. meow, meow. Yeah. And looking right at you, talking to you about something. He wanted Kitty something. Cat. <laughs> he wanted to be held or petted or well, something. He's a great addition. I, I'm glad you have him. We'll see how his attitude changes after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tomorrow, kitty cat. Sorry, good buddy. He's going to be shouting You're at you for that. You're going to have a little thing going that on there. Poor well, kid. we'll wish him the best. And we'll see him tomorrow. He'll still be in the vets tomorrow, right? Yeah, he'll. Uh, we've got to pick him up tomorrow yeah. afternoon slash right. evening. Well, boys, tomorrow, uh, we don't know what time, probably earlier than normal. Yeah, You're probably like uh, 11.30-ish, we'll see. Eastern time as we speak. Anyway, uh, final thoughts? It was hell of a see in less than 24 hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, who I'm already fly? tired of you. Go. You're <laughs> killing me. There you go. Hurt, hurt, man. Hoop. Look out. Here we go. <laughs> the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. 
And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.